0: This is Doc, and this is Strange Talk with Doc. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming back. I hope you continue to come back. But as you know, if you listened to this show before, this is a topical podcast that deals with many different subjects. Anything that I find going on in the world that is interesting, I rap about it. I'm not to say that you're wrong about your opinion, but I'm just allowing you, to get some insight on maybe how somebody else feels sometimes we have guests on the show and sometimes i run solo i might more than likely be running solo but i'm going to try to keep it really interesting i'm not going to waste your time i'm not going to try to talk down to you i am not claiming to be kicking any type of knowledge you can look this show up on google and you could find uh, your favorite engine to listen uh also places that you could reach out with suggestions, ideas. If you would like to come on the show and talk live, on the air, promote a product, whatever, you're more than free to do so. All I ask is that you be deadly honest, not be afraid to speak your mind, and get at it. So we're going to get at this show right now. Like I said, I'm going to deal with everything from politics to sports to entertainment, and um, we're going to go. Vontaze Perfect, of the Oakland Raiders. He gets suspended without pay for the remainder of the season. Montez Perfect, excuse me, is a habitual abuser of the rules in the NFL. He's not one of my favorite players. I would like for this guy to get his shit together and not try to injure other people. He can light their ass on fire without also trying to actually hurt in And destroy careers. These are also men's with men with families who are trying to earn a living to make a better life. They work very hard to get where they are, as he did. I have no problem with him being suspended for the rest of the year, and actually even going into next year, until that he can prove. I mean, they have to put him on such a short leash that the next time he has any offenses whatsoever that he would be one of the first NFL players in the history of the league to receive a lifetime ban for literally being uh, a person who just plays the sport for sheerly violence. So I, like I said, I'm not against that. Now, Brandon Marshall this week announced that he wants to become a boxer. He has goals and ideas. And I think that you should dream as big as you possibly can dream in this life because you cannot imagine where you can go, what your ceiling is, unless you test your ceiling. But for Brandon Marshall to think because he has sparred some rounds within friendly confines, that he can handle even the worst of the worst heavyweight boxers that are out there in the world, amateur or pros, men who have muscle memory, who know techniques and the science of this sport. I boxed. I know it is not easy. It's not something you can just hop into because you're a tough guy. Tough guys get knocked out. They get busted up. They get demoralized. They get their heart snatched from them. This is not some fucking jailhouse thing. This is real deal. And I hope that he's just doing this to put his name out there. I always thought that over the last three years, he shouldn't have been thinking about getting back in the NFL But he should have been thinking about getting into the booth. He's a personable guy. I like him. He was a great football player during the heyday of his career. And I hope that he decides to move on from this foolishness at 35, thinking that he can literally go in there against the best of the best. These guys are elite for a reason not just because they could take a punch and deliver a punch because they also have defensive skills that are taught and learned over the course of many years, not months. You know what? Some guys have had some success in MMA very fast because I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's because they spend so much time in these gyms, maybe a bunch of these guys like Hardy actually took wrestling in high school. So they had some kind of building blocks to build on to begin with. Speaking of UFC, Michael Bixman proved to the world that he is a different kind of animal. I mean, a completely different kind of beast. The man pulled out his glass eye this week on somebody's podcast. So that meant that he was entering the ring. Taking the chance of literally becoming blind because if something happened to his good eye, his good eye, then he would have no eyes in which to see. I don't know if how this is allowed by the state athletic commissions in different countries, places he's fought. I don't know how Dana allowed this. I'm sure the doctors knew, the trainers had to know. I have to tip my hat, and I'm so glad, even though he was not one of my favorite fighters when he was active, Big Spin is a different kind of beast. To love something so much that you would put your sight on the line for a given sport is outlandish, it's outrageous, it's insane, literally, but you know what, he made it out, he made it to the other side, he's in the booth now, which I think he does a good job because, you know, he was a champion, so he has a lot of insight. So I enjoy listening to him. We have a UFC card tonight UFC 243. Robert Whitaker is putting his title on the line against the interim title holder, the last space bender, Adasana. And I really can't pick this one. I would say Adasante. Will actually win because Whitaker has not been very active. He's had a lot of bouts of uh, inactivity lately due to all kinds of injuries, postponements. But this should be a good card because we also have Al Alaqueta is fighting Dan Hooker. That should be a good fight. Diego Lemas is on the card. Tia Tavales is on the card. And so i love the ufc this should be an interesting card you got some good heavyweights. you got some power hitters but that title weight that title match the interim champ versus the champ champ to now crown the undisputed champ is always a beautiful thing to watch so i thank the ufc for putting on a good card for us this weekend major league baseball has kicked off his uh playoffs my yankees went up one zip over the minnesota twins last night uh they got a couple of home runs they had some timely hits uh the pitching wasn't the greatest but they only gave up four runs but it seemed like all four of those runs were on home runs so they got to straighten that out before they get to the astros because i don't see the yankees losing to the twins so go yanks go yanks go Paul George is going to be out to at least November. Uh, That really messes things up for the Clippers. That puts them behind the eight ball at least for a month or so. Kawhi is going to have to carry a lot of weight on his shoulder. Uh, Lou Williams, I probably play a lot. Uh, The Clippers should be in good shape without Paul, but then they got to get those two in the groove. They got to get lockstep together and. It kind of takes a little to shine off that L.A. versus L.A. game one to start the season on October 22nd, which I was looking forward to. And also Zion Williams, for those who do not know, will be the kickoff game on TNT. He's playing the Toronto Raptors. The New Orleans Pelicans will be playing Toronto Raptors. So we all get to see in prime time Zion Williams' very first game as an NBA professional. So I look forward to that. But we got about two to three weeks before that actually happens. They're in preseason right now. And I hope that he makes it through preseason injury freeze. We want to see you on the court. We want to see you playing in the NBA with the big boys. I was introduced to some new music this week. I was watching a movie. Oh, Actually, yes, I was watching a movie and this young lady emily sandy song popped up so i did some research on her. i went to youtube and i can highly recommend she has a song called saints and shadows heaven and then another song called saints and shadows with uh, swiss beats i guess he's producing for her and i want to give her a big thumbs up i might be really late to the party when it concerns emily sandy but I found her. She's a black woman, I believe, from Scotland, Ireland. I mean, Scott, Scott, she's from Scotland. And she has a beautiful voice. I like the tone of the voice. I like the songs. Uh, They were very good. Actually, I think I heard this not in the movie, but I was watching The Godfathers of Harlem, The Godfather of Harlem, the Bumpy Johnson story with uh, Forrest Whitaker. And the song came on at the, I believe, at the closing. And I said, hey, man. That is a catchy, beautiful song. I got to find out who this is. And uh, I was lucky enough to find out who it was. And now I have her in rotation. And uh, I just wanted to give you a heads up on that. I hope that you get to enjoy her music also. We had a lady this week. She's from Harlem. Maya Autry. She's 32 years old. She jumps. This is the chick who jumped into the lion's den. Literally jumped into the lion's den. Uh, I don't know her from Adam. I don't have the balls to do what she did. I don't get as high, if that's the case, as she does to do what she did. But she also put out a very disturbing video today. Uh, somebody's in the background hyping her up like she's kicking the most fantastic rhymes of all times, which and it in reality was just pure bullshit. And garbage. She looks like she really needs somebody who loves her to grab a hold of her, slow her down, and get her whatever help that she may need. We love as black people to ignore the fact that mental health is a real thing. We, we just blow it off, go to church, talk to a friend. Sometimes it's deeper than that. Sometimes drugs need to be involved. Sometimes people need to be balanced out. Something is going on with this young lady, and I don't want it to end tragically for her. I mean, she is viral and viral for all the fucking wrong reasons right now. So I hope Miss Autry gets the help that she so desperately seems to be shouting out for. I don't want her locked up or anything like that. But what she did was really ridiculous. She put that beautiful lion life in jeopardy because if that lion attacked and touched her at all, scratched her, bit her, whatever, They would have put that lion down. And that lion was minding his business, going about living his best life, being a captive in a zoo. That's hard enough. And I thank God that some wisdom was in that lion's ear that said, chill, brother. You're the king. You ain't got to act a fool today. Just because somebody else is acting a fool, you're the king. The king don't bring himself down to the servant's level. So Trump has had a hell of a week, as you know. We have him dealing with the impeachment process. We have uh, Pence now maybe being subpoenaed due to some dealings that he had with Iran. But then Trump doubles and triples down each and every time. And I hate talking about this, man, but I have to. He doubles and triples down on stupid. He now says that, yes, I am going to speak to China about this. Uh, investigating somebody he doesn't even realize this is what the impeachment was about to begin with going to foreign countries and asking them to dig up dirt on people who are running against you in an election to see who's going to be the president i mean he listens to nobody i mean i'm not a person who trusts anyone but to be a person who does not listen to anybody at all makes zero sense i got a caller who's calling in hello
1: yes good morning yes good morning Ms. bones
0: hey bones what's going on brother it's been a while
1: good man good tuning in okay
0: fantastic so now we also have okay we got we got trump right he he's dealing with australia he's trying to get them to uh chime in (laughs) He comes up and he he comes up with this, hey, he comes up with this lunatic idea that his border wall should have had a moat with alligators and snakes in it. How does this man look at human beings and not see people with souls? I understand if you have the idea that they don't belong here. I understand that. But alligators? and snakes, and then telling border patrol that they should shoot them. Hey, Bones, I can't have that, brother. I don't know what that is. Uh, That the border patrol should shoot human beings down. You don't even ask them to shoot down coyotes like that. We have rules and regulations in place for animals. These are humans. So what? They're not American citizens. You detain them. You do not tried to end their lives on crimes that are not death penalty type crimes. Crossing the border is not a death penalty crime, and we got to stop acting like it is. Anybody that supports that, you lose, you've lost or you're losing your humanity, and you need to get a grip on yourself. Bernie Sanders has a heart attack this week. Him and Trump are both, and Biden, I have to throw put Biden in there. They're all proven that we have to have an age limit on how old a person could be to run for president of the United States. Uh, Biden's, uh, Bernie Sanders is 78 years old. Okay. So he gets two stints put in his heart. Good for him. I'm glad it's not any deeper than that because two stints, I wish I had two stints. I'm not going to go into my story, but two stints, I would have laughed at. Uh, He takes his blood thinners. He'll be just fine. He watches diet, maybe do a little bit more walking. He'll be fine, even at 78, because open heart surgery at that age might not be the best option when you're approaching 80. So I wish Bernie the best. I wish he would bow out of this whole presidential campaign and literally just put his forces behind somebody that he thinks is powerful enough to demolish Trump next year. I mean put his money, his energy and his people behind that because Bernie does have a lot of people who like him. There are a lot of people who like Bernie. But it's time for Bernie to step aside. I mean think about if Bernie won the election, he would be about 83 before he got out of office. Do we want a president of the United States who's going to be 83 years old? I think that's I think we don't. I really don't think we do. Now, I I got this one thing, and I'm glad you're here, Bones. Not only am I irate at this judge in Texas who uh, sat on the bench when Amy uh, Geiger got convicted of murder, I'm also very angry at the brother of the young man who was murdered by this racist white, I mean, this racist cop. First of all, she gets convicted of murder. And if you're only gonna get 10 years, why didn't they just convict her of manslaughter or you know uh, kill him with no malice? Something like that, because murder does not win where, where's you anybody ever heard of 10 year sentence for murder with the possibility to be home in eight years? But the brother and this judge who should be reprimanded and maybe removed from the bench. I have been in many courtrooms in my life and I have been in too many courtrooms to even tell you how many I've been in. But I have never seen a judge get off the bench, hug a felon, a convicted felon, and pass them a Bible. I have never in my life seen that. And as a country, we should be up in arms. Forget the color. When do we... You know what? If you have compassion, you pray in your closet. The Bible itself says pray in your closet. The man who prays in the street corner, he's doing that for attention. He's not doing that to be righteous or holy. And the judge did that because she wanted attention. And that brother, he did that public forgiveness because he wanted to draw attention to him. He's telling everybody else, look how big, look how forgiven, how great I am. You don't have it in your heart because you're all wicked that y'all can't forgive. But look at me. I can forgive anything. Sometimes you just got to be human. It's all right to be human. Human means you hurt. Human means you get angry. Human means that sometimes I didn't say be bitter to the point where you destroy yourself internally. No, that is not what I'm saying. And I'm not asking anybody to do that. And he could have sat down with his family and they could have prayed and said, you know what? We forgive her, but not a public display. Because now when the next black person sitting in the courtroom and they scream and holler, this is wrong. This is wrong. They're going to pull this man's picture up and he's going to be the poster child for. See, this is how you're supposed to act when you get fucked over, black man. You're supposed to say, hey, come here, uh, my oppressor, the one who did this to me. I love you. I forgive you. And I can't, I'm not going to call the dude anything out of his name. I'm just saying he's dead wrong. Dead wrong. Not for forgiving. For the public display of forgiveness. He did not owe her that. He did not owe us that. And if he wants to claim biblical, it's not biblical. So don't use the Bible in this world where people are educated on what the bible literally says and then use it in the wrong way he used it in the wrong way the judge used it in the wrong way do i have the verse and the scripture off the top of my head to tell you what it is no and would i want to do that no because we don't do that here at strange talk with doc but if you want to do the due diligence yourself google it up and just put in the term all you got to put in is what does God say about the man proclaiming on the corner? And you will get your Bible verse from there. What did you think about that, that lady and that judge?
1: I uh, have never seen anything like that in my life. I mean, I was just flabbergasted from the prior to from the court officer stroking and and uh, priming her hair. I forgot
0: about that. Thank you. Yeah,
1: there's there was tissue on her her doggone desk for her to to do her to do her face if she was crying. Her hair, like, what what are you doing stroking her? Uh, she killed somebody for God's sakes. You know that guy ain't never coming back. She'll be young enough to live the rest of her life nicely once she gets out of jail. And um, and then the brother, again, I understand forgiveness, but like you said, that freaking public display of, of, of forgiveness and let me hug you and her sobbing, oh, my God, man, it just, like, turned my damn stomach. And then the judge to cap it off, With the um, you know, with the coming off the bench and hugging her and then giving her a pep talk. Who does that? And her Bible. And the Bible gave her Bible. Yeah, that that's just like unbelievable. That
0: I've sat like I said, I've sat I've sat in courtrooms, all kinds of cases. Federal courtrooms, because I had the ability to do it. And sometimes at lunch, instead of going to lunch, I would know that a certain trial was going on and I would sit in there. And I have never, ever seen that. First of all, most times, even when the the, the verdict comes down, say the defendant is in court. They have family members, loved ones in that courtroom. They want to hug them. And the judge will be like, no, take them out. We just uh, yeah. rendered the Uh, So if you can't let them hug their loved ones, maybe this might be the last time a guy or woman is going to physically be able to touch their child because some of these penitentiaries are glass only or video only.
1: No contact. Yeah,
0: exactly. If we don't allow them, then she, this judge knew better and I'm glad that they are calling her out on it. I'm not saying that a career should be over, but She blew it with this. She did. She she's too intelligent. When you get that position to sit on the bench, you are one of the more intelligent people walking around. You really are to get to those. They don't, they don't handle shits out at that 25 cent bump gumball machine at the supermarket, you know, law degrees and, and passing the bar and then be graduating from that to becoming a judge. No, they don't just pass that
1: out. You know? Yeah, because what happens what happens if someone passed out a Quran with the next person? I mean like come on. You know, like oh, unprecedented. But right, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. It's almost like um the inferiority complex of the black man person kicked in, you know, like, oh, it's a poor white damsel in distress with the blonde hair, let's save her. She can do no wrong. You know, like, yeah, so unbelievable on so many different levels.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry that we had to be the fault for your downfall. How will we ever recover from this? You no, know, how will you ever recover from your brother sitting in his own fucking couch doing whatever yeah. he was doing? I don't give a damn if he was sitting on his couch masturbating to porn. It was his couch in his home.
1: Right, exactly. Now what if it would have been reversed? What if what if he had his firearm next to him and someone's coming at his house and he let off the shot first and busted in the head? You know,
0: hmm. well, it's Texas. We could pretty much almost assume that the death penalty would have been on the table.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Now, I I will say that only because I'm a kid. I'm, I mean, this is a kid. I'm gonna be a little light on this person,
1: but yes,
0: we have this uh, Amari Allen. Amari Allen claimed that uh, three white classmates. Held her down and cut off her dreadlocks in the mm-hmm. uh, playground. Come to find out, I don't know if Amari needs attention, feeling depressed, the parents don't pay enough attention. I don't know the backstory. But to come to find out that this story is false. We cannot yes. we cannot be the boy who cried wolf. Let us no. let us be better than those who mess with us. And by, by that, I mean, let us be truthful and honest. And you, if you're honest, you can go to sleep at night. You can wake up at night. This poor girl who's a teenager is now a laughing stock. Somebody could harm mm-hmm. her or hurt her now, and nobody mm-hmm. will take her story as real. She almost allows right. the next time she's victimized that person to walk, and she shouldn't have done that. I mean... Right, yeah. and in her case...
1: She probably, this is me, just my opinion, she goes to a predominantly white, rich school. She's pro- like Predominantly. She's probably, probably count on less than your finger, your hand, one hand, how many black students are in the school. And she probably was bullied in the class and then just took this to the extreme by saying that they pinned her down. But still, you—you you, at the end, you lied. And who's supposed to believe you now? You know?
0: Right. Like, you, you, you open yourself up you know, you open yourself up for stuff. I I was in a position a couple of weeks ago where I had to go somewhere without getting too deep into it. And I, the the gist of where I was, I had to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And I found the experience to be so easy bones because what I decided and I already had in my heart was I was going to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And it went well, it went beyond expectation because nobody in the room could dispute anything that I said because I was talking honestly. And you know what? There's something about, you know, I, I, I'm i not a very religious person, but I believe that we're soulful creatures. And I think that truth, honesty, and sincerity feeds our souls. I think that lies right. become cancers because now when you start lying a lot, You got to live the lie to complete the lie. See, there was a time in my life that I know for a fact that I could pass any lie detector because I can make myself can, I can convince myself that the lie is the truth and see the person who can, they don't think they lie if it's their truth. So you beat the system that way, but there's also another way, just be honest. And, And I'm hoping that this is a big learning, a turning point and a learning moment for this young lady. I mean, that whatever she's seeking or whatever's missing or, you know, maybe maybe there's four kind girls at the school now who will befriend her and she won't feel as alone, you know? But she would have to gain their trust because believe me, they're going to have their eyes on her, you know? Now this week, you know, after having a story like that, it's talk about something comical. Dame Lillard and Shaquille O'Neal decided to have a rap diss battle this week. I thought it quite interesting. Basketball players doing rap. I always thought that Shaq was interesting when he was rapping way back in the day. And I didn't hate either song. Neither song will be going into my rotation. Because as far as I'm concerned, it's still basketball players rapping. It's not... Like, there's some great professional rappers. But it was interesting to see. You know what I don't like, Bones? I think that we got to the point with sports. I'm a huge sports fan. This modern generation of sports athletes all act like they got to be best friends. I like my old days where Barkley hated everybody and everybody hated Detroit. And the Yankees hated Boston and Boston hated the Yankees. I mean, I miss that. I hate, I miss when guys went at it at each other, like, you know, but I guess now because they're all so rich, the circles they run in, they only can run in circles with people who have the money they have. And most of those are other athletes, you know?
1: Right. I like to like that too. It was more, it was more original.
0: Yeah. Now everybody's like, everybody wants to be on the coattail of a guy like LeBron. You know, there were guys in the NBA when Michael were playing who was on Michael's coattail, but there was a lot of other guys who seemed to have nothing to do with Michael also.
1: Mm-hmm, and,
0: mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, a lot of them seemed to have like, you know, the hell with Michael Jordan. He's stopping me from achieving my goals. Right, you
1: know? right. Because that's like when when they ask a player, when they asked, um a, a player, you ask a player, and then they would ridicule the player when the player said, "I'm the best." But what else? You, you're an athlete. What else are you supposed to say? Yeah, you're supposed to say, "I'm the worst." I'm I'm pretty mediocre. You're competitive.
0: Yeah, like you know, like you know what I mean.
1: Asks... And, mm-hmm. right, and that's even like whatever field that you do. You know, you work. You're an accountant. You're a, or whatever stockbroker. Somebody asks you, "You're going to be?" I'm the best. You know, you, you know it's going to be just not going to say that, uh, you know, the next man is better than you, you know, you're never going to say that, even if it's, even if, you know, that's not to be true, you're not going to say it publicly.
0: Right. You, you, you know, you know when you crossing the line of fantasy and when you speak in some truth, uh, there are some, some things that you're going to say, you know what, I do that a little bit better than everybody else. And, and that's your goal. My thing is this I've I worked, a, I worked a, long, a long time. I worked at quite a few places. And every place that I eventually cut ties with that I worked, they wanted me to stay. I was never shown the door, ever shown. I, I never heard the word F I R E, ever. I never heard, you know what, we're laying you off. I've been in offices that have closed down, and they always ask me to stay on to last day. Because I'm the dude who's always there 20 minutes early and I don't give a fuck about staying an hour late. Because that's just who I am. I don't know if it's just a part of my personality, my OCDs. That's just who I am. I'm there the same time every day and I'll leave the same time every day. You know When I walk in that door, you're going to get work out of me.
1: Right, right. Yeah, the work, you know, the ethics.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, is who my parents raised me to be. I, I, my father used to have this line. I guess it's an old line. Nobody usually s- says it anymore. My father used to always tell me fair exchange is no robbery. Fair exchange is no robbery. Nobody gets robbed when there's a fair exchange. I want my paycheck to be proper, so I'm going to give you a proper day's work for it. Mm hmm. And I don't feel no kind of way behind that. This is what I want to do. Shit, I wouldn't have put resumes and, and interviewed with you if I can't, if I didn't want to come work here. Right, right. You know, I've been fortunate enough to have four different jobs at one time asking for my services. So, you know what? I didn't have to be here. I could, I could have picked somewhere else to be.
1: You know? Right, right.
0: So LeVar Ball is getting in trouble with his own corporation, Big Baller Brand. They're claiming him of embezzling $2.5 million. He's saying wow. they're out of their minds. I mean, it's, it's, it's an ugly thing. I hate to see it. I want a Big Baller Brand in a, in a sick kind of way to actually make it. I, I, mm-hmm. I did like mm-hmm. their products. I thought that they were way overpriced, that he wasn't even trying to price things for kids who are normal. When you got two hundred and fifty dollar flip flops, normal kids can't purchase stuff like that. They want your designer stuff, but you know he wasn't he wasn't targeting the urban youth audience per se. And uh, just like Jay Z's, I mean, no Yeezys not targeting the youth audience either. No, you know. That's for guys who think they are players. What the hell, personally, what do I need a $400 pair of sneakers for? $400 <laughs> pair of sneakers. Where am I going that I need $400 pair of sneakers?
1: Now, I know. Yeah, that sneaker mouth... market is crazy. Not just the sneaker market, even the reselling of used sneakers. It's crazy. Yeah. That's a... uh, what do you
0: call it? Facebook. Has this thing on the left hand side of the screen called marketplace. Every once in a while I click on there, and guys be selling used Jordans and stuff like that for two, three, four hundred dollars. Easy. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. and they tell you right in their ad, not negotiable because the next person will pay. Right. The next yep. person will pay, so don't try to negotiate with me this is non-negotiable price this is what i want and this is what i'm going to get you know what i don't the the market bears a price you got to pay the price that, that the market bears it's not like a gas right. station Shit, you don't like the price of the gas at exxon drive over to a mobile you know now talking about good old kanye kanye's jesus is king the concept really had me excited. I, I really wanted to get into this album. This thing is supposed to have be been released now for over 15 days, and he still hasn't dropped it with no future date ahead. I, You know, Kanye loves to play games. And, and now I've kind of lost my interest in not... You know what? I give, I give him credit for one thing. Kanye put... He made the word Jesus is King trend even by mistake. And for some people, that's a good thing. If, if if Jesus is your type of thing, then that's a great thing. Because say somebody's not educated in Jesus, and now they say, let me look this up and do some research. If it helps somebody, cool. But I hate when he does stuff like this with these albums. He gets people excited. He gets people talking. And then he doesn't even release the album. Now he says, I want to rework the whole album. Either it was ready to drop, dude, or it wasn't ready to drop. But you don't even have to tell the general public. Well, why, why get people like, move? you know what I think? The attention, attention to some people is is a drug.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: You know, now I don't know if you watch this or not, but Godfather of Harlem is on a weird ass station called Epic TV. It stars mm-hmm. Forrest Mars Whitaker, this show is what a black gangster TV show should look like. Not like Power, which is insanity. Power is uh-huh. such a joke that I think yeah. that after you're over the age of about 15 or 16, you can't even barely watch it. Nothing you can go from scene to scene to scene and say, that didn't make sense. This is not making sense what I'm watching right now. And the very next scene won't
1: make sense. Yes. You... yes. I, I don't, I, I'm convinced that the, the people who originally were writing power are no longer writing it. It's, it's like somebody like maybe 50 cents writing it. Maybe somebody, he just snatched from the hood to write it because it, it, it doesn't make any sense. It don't tie into nothing. The, the, the It just don't make no sense. Nine, okay, and
0: for anybody that's listening to me, you might be from somewhere else and you don't know. New York has a set of politics that have uh, been in place forever. One, NYPD is not about a bunch of bullshit games, okay? Uh, you shoot up a fucking apartment with an Uzi, basically, an AK there's not going to only be two detectives at that crib that block and the surrounding blocks are going to be shut down they barely you know 50 cents got this hood thing so he can't put a lot of cops i guess in the show because you ever notice no blue coats barely exist on the show this is new york city he pulls out guns on fifth avenue tommy pulls out guns on fifth avenue Mm -hmm. and let me tell you something people Coney Island is never really in. That fucking place is... I mean, they just got the whole boardwalk to themselves over and over and over again. Lala went from the punkish girl in the world. Now she's trying to be Scarface Jr. She's telling dope dealers and killers what they should be doing, and they need to be watching out for her. So... Like I said, it, it makes no sense, but I highly recommend Godfather of Harlem. If you like gangster stuff, they do and keep a gangster on this film. When a guy comes in the room and he says, you got to go, you die that instant. There's no beating you with oranges. I mean, I never even heard of that. Damn, a beat mm-hmm. down with oranges. That that I mm-hmm. sat there and literally said, are you freaking joking me? Mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. And then, now? and then, not to touch love. but then yeah, when no, I, I saw it, when that kid, you know, you know, you watch plenty of gangsters from the Sopranos, the Godfathers, and all these other things. The family may not get along like with each other; it may be infighting, but nobody in the family is trying to kill. No one in the family is trying to kill a family member. And then when he I saw him in the back of the car in that scene uh last week and he's talking about oh yeah, I, I, just as I said, you're gonna we're gonna get two million, you take a million, I take a million. What what kind of fantasy of drug you smoking? Like this guy's gonna give you a million dollars to walk.
0: <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't he why that? would he, why he keep both millions and get rid of you? Exactly. Right. And, I and get rid and, of everybody. And since when Little black boys who have no street cred. Just think about it. this kid has zero street creds, never did a day on Rackers Island, even. And he is now telling the crime boss
1: plans.
0: Yep. He's mm-hmm. coming up with hustles for the crime boss. And now I, I maybe yep. you could help me out with this bones. Why does this other guy, no matter where they are in the city, can find them at a drop of the hat. How the hell could <laughs> right. find them on the most un- I mean, damn, he found them in alleys. He found them like they on a pier, and he could just find them at a drop of the hat. The other, and why would he give them back? Only take half the money. He'd be like, "Fuck you all, yeah. I all the money."
1: So nothing right. makes sense. Nothing makes. Sense. Yeah, because he's pl- right, because he's playing both of them anyway. You yeah.
0: know,
1: if you be- the guy don't respect you, he's extorting you, and um. It's a matter of time when he just gets tired of both of y'all, and um, yeah, and, and then the other one, right? And then, and then the other one, um, Drake. Who messes with a known person was working with the feds.
0: Yeah, matter of fact, you trusted him to do stuff, and yeah. okay. Then they crossed the line, and now they got the guy running for governor. Now, if you're in New York, imagine Pataki shoot somebody at a fundraiser dead. Pataki. <laughs> now nobody questions where did this gun come from because like i said cops can't exist on this show they only could have two at a time and they have to be they can't be in nypd issued uniform they have to be in detective clothes so it's just these two female cops over and over again now because they added another cop and then who holds fundraisers unless it's you know, Cornerstone Baptist Church—that's cash only. I mean, you're holding multimillionaires don't walk around with cash in their pocket.
1: No. Uh-uh. I mean, and here we are, that, right? And here we are, Joe citizens, and and you can't catch a hundred dollars in our pocket. Exactly.
0: Matter of fact, I tell you what pisses me off, man. I go, I go to a, a gas station or something. People be paying for stuff that's three dollars and twenty five cents with debit cards. So Mm -hmm. you're right. Cash ain't. I I went to a store down here and broke a hundred dollar bill. Do you know they had to call to the back of the store for somebody to bring money to break a hundred dollar? Like they had never even seen one because it's like, what is this cash thing you doing? Everybody here. I mean, even if you just get a simple cup of coffee and a donut, you're supposed to use plastic. You know.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Man. You had a, that's a good point about that. No one questions where that gun. Ga- where did that gun come from?
0: No, because I mean, damn. Think about it. Two seconds after a shooting in there, they let everybody disperse. You know, even though the cops would want to see the video film, I mean, videotape. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. they would yeah. want
0: to interview. Every- they would want to go. Listen, Mister St. Patrick. This is the second time in a week that somebody has been murdered in your presence. We really need to talk to you. And not on and on top of that, just a year ago, you were on trial for killing a federal agent. Why is this always happening around? Instead, they if just say, Go ahead, go hang out with Tommy. going to tell you. Go hang out with Tommy. It's all right. Now let's do some football before I get to this last topic that i got which is man code stuff i wanted to talk about okay so we had the rams they lost to the seattle seahawks on thursday night a very good game russell wilson looked great but we got arizona going into cincinnati who do you like oh arizona (laughs) okay you know what it's cincinnati's a mess Yes, they are. I'm going with Arizona there. Even though Cincinnati's at home, I really think they're bad. The yeah. Bills the Bills are going into Tennessee to play the Titans. I'm going with the Titans at home.
1: think the Bills are a fluke?
0: No, no. I think the defense like, is real. But I think the offense is bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you said you think they're fluke.
1: Oh, is that guy playing, Josh Allen? Or is he got a, a concussion? No,
0: no, I think Josh is actually playing.
1: I think he's playing. Oh, okay.
0: But I think Mariota just has more to work with. So, that's why I'm taking our Tennessee Titans. We got the okay. Bears. The, the Bears are going into Oakland. I like Chicago. I will defense. go oh, okay. Well, I'm yeah, going I'll trust the
1: quarterback.
0: Oh, no, Trubisky's a mess, but... Right. Oh, if, 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 if the game, game is
1: close.
0: I like the Bears, and the reason I like the Bears is I think the Bears might score a defensive touchdown.
1: Right. Yeah, that's to say, the game got to be close. Tight game. Yeah. It's a blowout. I mean, should say, if it gets to be a two-two-two score game, then and he has to start throwing the ball over the place, then he's almost probably be like a game manager. Mm.
0: Uh, Matter of fact, I got to give a big shout out to them. I love Red Zone. NFL Red Zone might be one of the best inventions of the last 10 years, man. Uh, It makes watching football on Sunday fun. I get to watch almost every game, at least big clips of every football game at one time, unless my team is playing this weekend. My team is actually playing the Packers, and they're on TV down here. So I will be turning off to watch that game. My wife's team's on TV. She's a Giant fan. So she actually gets to see the Giants play, which is good for me because I, she can go to one room and I can stay in another and we don't have to share that experience because it's nasty in my house. I love her to death, but I hate her fucking football taste. Boy, we we are not a friendly family when it Giants and the Cowboys are playing football. The things that are said over here, You would think two people hated each other, but we do love each other, you know. So we got the Bucks are playing New Orleans Saints in Louisiana. I like the Bucks.
1: Who you got? Okay, I like the Saints. Okay. The Vikings.
0: The Vikings are playing the Giants in the Meadowlands. They're playing in Jersey. I like Minnesota. Minnesota's defense against that rookie quarterback. I'm not 100% convinced on Danny. I call him Danny Diamonds. Uh, I'm not convinced. Uh, They have no running game. That Gelman Jr. is a joke. And I hate the Giants so much that I would like to pick boys high over them, but I have to be realistic. But Minnesota's defense, I think, can shut down the Giants. So I'm picking the Vikings.
1: You? Well, being that I am a Giants fan, uh, <laughs> um, he hasn't been tested yet, Daniel Jones, these past two games. Um, you know, he ain't really been tested yet. So, uh I will, I will go with the Vikings. He ain't been chest- nope. tested yet. You know, okay. so he's been getting a nice ride and build of confidence, you know, with these two wins under his belt.
0: You got the Jets going a... into – no, go ahead.
1: No, that's just that he just did some things Eli didn't do, which he has to keep the defense honest because he will run, you know.
0: He has wills. I'm, gonna... I'm not sitting here saying it. He doesn't have a really... I think that he's going to have a very bright oh, future. But you also need to have Saquon Barkley healthy in that backfield. And right now, he's yeah. not. So, uh, you could focus pretty much on Jones, and you don't have to worry about a running game until Saquon comes back. You got the Jets going into Philly. This is going to... Philly is going to uh yeah, demolish
1: the Jets. The debts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: You got the Ravens <laughs> going into Pittsburgh. I like the Ravens mm. beating Pittsburgh at home. I don't believe in this Pittsburgh Steelers team. I think they're I think they're mediocre at best. And I think the Ravens have Lamar Jackson has stepped his game up this year, so
1: I like them. That will go with the with the Ravens. I don't even know who's the quarterback for the Steelers, but I will go with the Ravens.
0: Uh Rudolph Mason. He'd, he's a, a second-year player out of some weird school like Wyoming or something, so he's not a no big name. or he could have even went to North oh. Carolina or something. I don't know. But you got New England playing those sad sacks. I don't even use their proper name. Those guys in Washington. Oh. New England is going to Washington. No game at all. New England
1: bad as them. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Might be that Jack- guy's last game, too.
0: Uh, uh, a coach. Gruden, he needs to go. Jay yeah. Gruden needs to go. Uh, Jacksonville is going to Carolina. Carolina is going to wear Christian McCaffrey's little ass out, but Carolina is a better team than Jacksonville, so I'm taking Carolina.
1: Yeah, I'll take Carolina also.
0: Yeah. The Falcons are going in to Houston to play the Texans. I like the Texans at home. Watson is a damn good – they got a – that offense, Watson and Hopkins, is just better than – Atlanta is a disappointment. I mean, they got all those weapons on offense. Matty Ice and Julio Jones and Freeman and uh, Howard as a a Hooper, I believe it is, their tight end. So they got a offense, but they can't seem to put anything together. Atlanta really is stinking up the joint right now. So I'm going to go with the Texans winning – in Texas, so. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You got the Broncos going into L.A. to play the Chargers. Two teams I really can't stand. I won't be watching even if it's on. But I think the Chargers are better than the Broncos. The Broncos stink. Another I of agree. Five teams who really stink, and the Broncos is one. Okay. I agree. Green Bay Packers are coming into Dallas to play my Cowboys. So I think I <laughs> already made good. it obvious which way I'm going here. I don't need to say another word. I don't want to put the jinx on myself. I, I'm i going to watch this game every play, and uh, go Cowboys or go. I'm Cowboys going are- for the Packers. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is going for the Packers. Everybody <laughs> hates the Cowboys. Uh, the Colts are playing the Chiefs in Kansas City. I like Brissett. I like the Colts, but I gotta go with the Chiefs in this game. I have got. To oh yeah, the without
1: Chiefs, a doubt, though. man. That boy is that boy is special. Uh, Mahomes.
0: Okay, and then last but not least, we got the Browns Monday Night Football. They're going into San Francisco to play Jimmy G and Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are undefeated. I think they're 3-0, but it's like a a wacky 3-0. And the Browns really haven't come together yet. So I'm going to actually go with, I don't even know if this is an underdog or not. I'm going to go with the 49ers to stay undefeated coming off a bye week versus the Browns who seem disjointed. One week, he throws the ball only to Odell. Next week, Baker throws the ball only to Landry. He hasn't figured out a way to feed both of those guys yet. Plus, they have in who's a very good tight end. So I'm, I'm, cont- and then you got Chubb in the backfield. I mean, that's another offense that has a lot of weapons. I think that, you know, after midseason they'll gel. But right now it's like a Cleveland Browns are like a basketball team. They need to gel, and they haven't done it. Yeah, you're right. My you're eye.
1: right. Um, and they think they're better than what they are.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? They got a lot of hype behind them. A lot of hype. When you got that that many weapons, you know, and you gotta, don't forget, they got personality. That team's got, everybody's got personality. Odell's got a personality. Baker's got a personality.
1: So, you know. Right, well, I'm I'm going with San Francisco too until Cleveland shows something else otherwise.
0: I I can dig that. Now, this one I want you to add on to whatever you, you see fit because we're not going to all have the same exact code, and this is how I'm going to pretty much end this show. I want to talk about man code because I think if there's anybody younger out there, they have a lot of people have misconceptions of what a proper man code is, uh, and it, everyone is not going to have the same one. But these are some of the things that I have on my man code. A man always repays his debts. A man yeah, has his friends. A man has his friends back. Sometimes you have your friends back even when they're in the wrong, but you correct them. A man does right. not sleep with his friends' exes.
1: Your nope. <laughs> friends'
0: exes are off limits. Your friends' sisters are off limits unless you plan on really being faithful and marrying her down the line. You can't use her like a regular chick. See, we love men love to say this word, right? bros before hoes but there Mm -hmm. should be a a, 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 there should be an addendum to it. It's bros before hoes but bros never before your woman. See that's the where people get confused. They lump all women into the whole category. If she's nothing, she's nothing. But if that's his woman, she comes before his friends. Okay? Right. Unless you rape somebody or murder somebody you bail your buddy the fuck out of jail you let him fight the case from outside do not let him rot if that's your real boy you got some money get his ass on the streets i don't give a fuck if it's a dui or something like that you do not let him sit there do not let him sit in the system it's harder to beat any case known to man wearing that fucking orange jumpsuit That that almost says convict to a jury
1: mm-hmm
0: you know also, here's a big one, and guys fail on this one all the time. A bet is a bet. You must honor your bet. You can't blow it off as a joke. You said it's a bet, it's a bet. That's like saying that's my word. You got to respect another man's boundaries. It's a must do. You don't piss next to him, you don't piss right next to him on the side. Right. You don't sit in a seat next to him in a theater. Give him his proper man space. You know? Here's one I wish guys would, and females could use this one too. When your buddy gets too drunk, it's okay to make a fool out of him. But you got to know when to step in. You got to know when to step in that they don't... Put that in a I A... a danger to themselves or danger to other people and 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 never let your friends drive home drunk never let your friend i don't give a fuck what you what you got to do you don't let them drive home drunk because you potentially now have a somebody who's going to commit. hey hey you're killing me now You got somebody who's potentially now going to be in a life-changing incident where they could end up dead or killing somebody, and you went from having fun drinking at a barbecue to a guy now has a manslaughter case. So do not let your friends drive home drunk. If your buddy tells you a secret or anybody tells you a secret, you are obligated to take, the, if you are willing to listen to that it's secret, over here. you must take that it's secret this. to your grave. There's stuff under there. It's stuff under there. What is that kid doing to me? Yeah. You must pick up bar tabs when it's your turn. There's no fucking excuse for not picking up a bar tab. If you're too broke, stay home. Never let another man pay for all the drinks, the liquor, and the entertainment. If you can't afford to be out, swallow your pride, come up with a good story, and stay your ass home. Do not choke yourself by going out. I mean, if I'm going to, I remember one day, and I don't even know if you were there with me. We used to do this thing, right? We would get together. It was a bunch of the guys from the neighborhood. We would get together, and it was three of us. And we would all, like, one time is your tab, next time your tab, next time your tab. But we would all, the two who tabbed it wasn't, would always pay for the tip. And we would leave a generous tip. Well, one time, two of the three got mad at each other and decided, since it was the other guy's turn to pick up the tab, he brings five bums. But I mm-hmm. happened to have a, a co-worker with me. I seen what was going on. I didn't like it. And you know why they're paying the bill for that fucking night? Me. And when I went around the room and said, do you guys at least have tip money? They didn't even come up with that. Somebody wow. sat there, ate and drank two, two football games. This is two football games. Because this one guy kept telling them, order whatever you like. So they were ordering uh, wings, beer, drinks. This tab came up to like $350 or $400. It wasn't even my turn to pay the bill, but I had to. Because I had a buddy with me, and at least my buddy said, you know what? Fuck that. I said, no, no. I, You're on me. I got you covered. But at least he put $25 out of his pocket for tip money. These other dudes pulling out $3. You've been eating for four and a half hours and drinking for four and a half hours. And you put down $3 for tip money. Matter of fact, if you only had $3 in your pocket, you shouldn't have left your house. You that broke, you shouldn't even want somebody to see you in public. And I already said this. Never use that urinal next to another guy. It's, that's, wait, go wash your hands until this one free on both sides. If your friend gets into a fight, you cannot just bail on him. You cannot. Can't run. There's no running. If you can't, even if you have to bust your own friend in the mouth to stop it, I don't care what you do. You just, it's better that you both take an ass kicking and live another day than to ever run away. You can't run on a friend. I have never ran on anybody. I don't even know what that, the concept of that is. I've had people run on me. And it's a a devastating feeling that you turn around and you think somebody got your back and they're gone. You know? Don't complain and whine about anything. I don't give a fuck up. You don't complain and whine about your children. You don't complain and whine about your job. You don't gossip about anything or anybody. If you need to do those type of things, that's what the woman in your life is for. Not even your mama. Only the woman you sleep and share bed is eligible to hear your rants of that kind of shit. Don't do it, don't, don't give it to your buddies. They're gonna use it as weakness. Don't ever put the bullets in somebody else's gun and then hold their hand and point it to your own head. I don't live like that. I will not do that. I cannot do that. See, my 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 man code might be in some places harsh, and most people can't deal with it because I I'm willing to sacrifice any and anybody and everybody in my life to be who I need to be except for one person. I compromise with only one person. That's my wife. I don't compromise with anybody else. You know, don't beat around the bush with people say what you mean and mean what you say. This way you don't have to do, you don't have to spend a life of apologies. If you don't mean it, don't say it. You ain't got to apologize. If you mean it, say it, you move on. They accept it or they reject it. Bing, bang, boom. Life's easy. If you keep your, if you say you, if you give somebody your word, unfortunately, I gave you my word on something I had to renick because mitigating circumstances came up. I had a deaf in the family this week. I had a quick trip that came up. So I was not able to make it to New York. But it wasn't like I just didn't come to New York and didn't say anything. I did mention these things on social media. You know what I mean? But for yeah, the I most think it's common- yeah, yes, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, this was kind of shocking. And there's been a lot of this going on in the last couple of years. That's the one thing about getting a little bit older people start dying, man. You know what I mean? And I really feel bad yeah. for my wife's family because this is now the fourth person like in less than a two-year span it's like boom 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 so you know i feel bad for her brothers and i feel bad for her sisters and i feel bad for her nephews and nieces because they all lost somebody directly you know i'm an outsider i'm i'm just an in-law so i'm not like blood relative of anybody who's passed you know and this one is just one this is a throwaway Nobody's going to respect it or care about it. The only person who cares about this is Doc. Unless you're on a beach or you're at a pool, men, keep your fucking feet covered. Just cover them. Nobody wants to see male feet. Trust me. Nobody wants to see man feet. You're sitting at home. You got four buddies over and they came over Sunday to watch the game. Don't want to be distracting somebody with your bare feet out. Now the dude's trying to watch the game, and he keeps looking over at your fucking toenails. And he's, he's really disgusted. He might not say anything, but he don't want to see him. So cover him. He
1: might <laughs> want to see your woman's feet, but he don't want to see your feet.
0: Trust me. You got any... Uh... Well, I got to
1: run, bro. Great talking okay. to you. hope to talk to you next week.
0: Okay, man. Be easy. I uh, Thank you very much, Bones. Be easy, brother.
1: Okay, brother.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay peace. Well, that pretty much closes up the shop for me today. I'm just going to go through this list real quick and see if there was anything that I missed. Hey, Wu-Tang Clan, American Saga. Please check it out. It's a great show. you enjoy it. It's fast-paced. The hour goes by before you know it. It's good acting, and I said this before. These guys show their warts and all. They're not trying to sugarcoat and make shit seem all gangster and street to keep their reputations When you got money in your pocket, you don't really have to worry about how people feel about you all the time. But uh, I appreciate you, I thank you. This has been Strange Talk with Doc. I'm your host, Doc. That was Bones who called in. And as you see, we kicked on a lot of topics. We didn't try to tell you what to do, nor would we ever do that. We did no gossiping, nor would we ever do that. And you can look me up on Google. Like I said, hit me up with a question Hit me up with a suggestion. If there's something that I said that got under your skin and you want to come on and debate, the numbers are there. And I appreciate you once again. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, peace to you and peace to yours.